Yeah. I didn't even know I did that. That's kind of cool. Uh, Mark doesn't mean kid. I'll teach you everything. <laughs> the lie. The lie. The lie that is climate change. This has got to stop. We got. It's unbelievable. I'd rather go back to global cooling because I don't like these hot temperatures. I agree. Carver Elementary. Freezing out there. Carver Elementary School has a blue ribbon status removed by the feds. We have a solution to that that's coming up. And immigration. That sounds serious. The feds show up, walk in, rip your blue ribbon off the wall and say, (laughs) you're done, mister. And out they go. That's such a lie, too. Immigration and the caravan, speaking of lies. Why is this so controversial? That is next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Radio is the founding fathers intended, the Lee brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Happy Friday to you. Coming up, 4 o'clock hour, Miss Abigail Spanberger joins the Democratic Blue Caucus. Did anyone think she would? And what exactly is the Equal Rights Amendment? It's got a great name. Equal rights amendment. I mean, who would be against that? I would rather hear something like free pie amendment, where every week we get a pie. Paid for by Some, uh, someone else. Other by than the us. business that has that has pies to sell. Sure. They want to sell the pies, they got to give us one a week. We'll eat the entire pie, and then we may buy another one. <laughs> then again, we may not. All right. Uh, we are up and running. Phone lines are open. 804-454-1366, or patriots at theleebrothers.com is our email address. Five, by the way, Rudolph is a threat to liberalism now. Uh, we've got the clips so of Charlie that. Brown. Charlie Brown God, is, I mean, uh, Charlie Brown is an insult to our intelligence. A little fella. Chick-fil-A is thrown off a college <laughs> campus. It's funny, a college campus says, hey, they pull their students because they believe in inclusivity. And getting the opinion. And all the students say they want Chick-fil-A. <laughs> no, never mind. <laughs> never mind. We can't have them. We'll go a different route. But Do you thanks know, for joining us. At the tree lighting this week, at the ceremony and, and at the governor's mansion. But last night? Uh, was it last night? I, I think it was a couple nights ago. Liberal, uh-huh. Liberals showed up and wrote their own Christmas lyrics. And uh, we'll talk about that at five. That, that'd be fun. I mean, look, if liberals are going to write Christmas, uh, Christmas lyrics, lyrics. What, what do you think it's going to sound like? Um, yeah, right. Probably some stupid chant. Yeah, exactly. Which they're good at. They're they're phenomenal. At. And, and, and we <laughs> <laughs> we should write our own. Yeah, very very good. I'll volunteer. I just don't understand. I I uh, I, I real and this is all honestly. I'm, I'm being complete. I don't understand how immigration or I'm sorry, illegal immigration and the border has become such a controversial. I mean, there it's, is a difference in immigration and. Illegal immigration. Of there is a, a of distinct course. difference. And nobody seems to be, nobody, nobody is against regular immigration. You come into the country, we vet you, we check you, we make sure you're coming here to be an American. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. But it somehow becomes so radically controversial this whole caravan thing is dividing the country. It's not dividing the country. Listen, nobody. No, and maybe, maybe I'm wrong, Richard. Four, five, four, thirteen. Why did we make nobody. it a law if it was going to be a, such a problem? Right. It shouldn't well, even be a law. Right. You exactly. Know, bulldoze what what little bit of fence we have. Fire the border patrols. 
and just you let know, them save all that money or spend it on some other stupid program and just let them come. Just Listen, let them let them come. It's not a controversial for 98% of America who looks at what's going on at our border and says, my gosh, why would we just let them flood in here? Unless, unless you're lied to about it. Unless when you turn the media on, you hear the media saying things, you're like, oh my gosh, we're, we're such an evil, cruel country. Trump's not saying he won't let them in. He's just saying he won't let them in illegally. They have to come in legally. They're welcome here. Now, remember, though, if you can control the language, if you can control the parameters, if you can own the debate, then you can make the country think that America's evil, that Trump is throwing hand grenades and smoke bombs at kids. And poking small dogs with forks. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the best is the Sonny Hostin woman on The View. When she was told that Obama had more tear gas thrown at, at uh, illegal immigrants than Trump ever has, here's her reaction. But Obama defense, you know, doesn't work for me. That's not to say using tear gas. I think it's immoral when you're using tear gas against children. All right, hang on. Let's stop yeah. right there for a second. Everyone, take your tear gas, no throw it away. Stop punishing your children with tear gas. And Donald Trump, stop throwing it out the window of your limo at the daycare centers you're riding by in the elementary school. Well, listen to the premise, though. You see what because she's done. Because it's immoral to punish children. I wish she told me that 20 years ago. You know, my kids would be different today, I guess. They'd, they would have, you know, it doesn't hurt them. They start talking within a week or so after you do it. Right. And they were, they're very they, they, resilient. They kinda, they, yeah, they're, they're resilient. resilient. They come yeah, back. Kids are resilient. I mean, they come they, back a week yeah, or two. Right. It's very quick. They might come back home in a week or two. Right, right. But... Liberals are hilarious. Who, listen, liberals argue with nobody because nobody's saying throws tear gas at children. Nobody is saying this. Right. Nobody wants it. Nobody president ever in history has said. I don't think said, anyone's done, done I mean, this. Of course they haven't. They haven't but, done this. But listen, listen to what she says again. This is her premise. I think it's immoral when you're using tear gas against. No. Nobody it's immoral. Thinks, uh, nobody thinks it's moral. It's not, a, it's not immoral. It's idiotic <laughs> no, no, to think someone happening. would do that. Right. And if they did, they should have, you know, tear gas shoved in places it shouldn't go but, and punish but, them themselves. I mean, this that's, that's just crazy. I'm sure the audience was just going, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Evil America. tear gas at children. <laughs> but that's how this, that's why it's controversial. Like, can you and yeah. I think about, you know, a, a border for a reason when we think about coming to our country to be an American you know, that's we're also at the same time not saying throw tear gas at children. Nobody is doing that. Except, you know, I don't know if I'd take my kids to the Easter egg hunt at the White House this year. Just saying. It might be tear gas. It could be tear gas. Pitch it out of the White House windows. Here's the, They could get tear gas eggs. Mommy, look at my egg. <laughs> 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 that's the, isn't that funny, though? That's the way they think. Liberals think this way. Yeah. It's whacked. Anyway, here's it's Sunny. Stupid. Here she is in the view. She continues. Using tear gas, I think it's immoral when you're using tear gas against children. But ProPublica just found that the Trump administration has secretly continued to separate kids from their families. Secretly. The Obama administration they never, never did that. By the way, they Obama, come late at night and Obama take your children. Did it. They did do it. There's a cartoon. Uh, where this guy goes around to collect kids. I'm trying to think what... No, it's not a cartoon. It's the Batman movie. The guy goes around taking people's kids at night. Have you seen that, the weird one, one of the first ones? Michael Keaton was playing Batman. It was Penguin. Danny DeVito was the Penguin. 
and he had his his evildoers going around taking kids at night. She probably watched that stinking movie and got that idea from yeah. that. Now she thinks Trump's Batman. She's probably sitting there looking no, at it going, she thinks Trump administration. That's a Trump administration. Go around and get those children. She probably had the Obama administration. They never did that. But I'm just, you know, the ACLU says that kind of separation is unprecedented. So this whole, but Obama did it. But Obama did it. I don't care what Obama did. I don't care what Trump is doing right here, right now. No, she doesn't care what Obama did because it's political. Yeah. And Obama was a Democrat. Obama was a liberal. Trump is a Republican. No, now I care. Yeah. It's it's so ridiculous. But you know, when you and I. And everyone in America looks at the immigration issue on the border and them rushing the border. 98.6% of America goes, that's wrong. It ought to be done the right way. And then we're lied to. This is a lie. The left yes, is, is lying to you. And bigger than that, and what you'll hear next, is CNN interviewed a border agent who clarifies it for CNN. Very Phenomenal. Cool. That is next in your phone calls, 454-1366-454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Hello. There we are. We're back. We had a minor technical difficulty, and it's we great, have experts by the way, in their field working on it at this very moment to correct it. Were those not incredible sponsors in our commercials? They were great. I appreciate yeah, those that. were the, the ones that wanted to remain quiet about <laughs> what they do as a business. Yeah, Look, that was, that was, we were sponsored by, right there, the CIA, FBI, and NSA. <laughs> exactly. And that's what they had to say about their their field. 454-1366. Phone lines are open. 454-1366. The immigration issue is not controversial. Most people understand the reason they lock their doors at night and have fences. Most people understand that to be a country, you have to have borders. Most people understand that if you have open borders, you don't have a country. Most people understand that if you just let anyone come into the country, they could bring diseases. And in fact, that's exactly what happened. The migrants who are in this caravan are suffering from respiratory infections, tuberculosis, chickenpox, and other serious issues. And some people are saying, like this whack person on The View, just open the borders, let them flow in here. Who thinks this way? Immigration is not a controversial issue. Illegal immigration should not be a controversial issue. And all countries have borders. All, all. countries have borders. In and fact, they, a lot of them are worse than we are. They all protect their borders to prevent things like this of course. from happening to their nation. I mean, this is not going to be a good thing if we just open these borders and say, you're exactly right. It's and it's it's uh, somehow it's perpetuated as a divisive issue by a Democratic Party who wants to lie about what's happening. Here's the greatest example of this: CNN, which is a huge fan of the leftist group and, and many, brought on a border agent onto the program, and the border agent was uh, was asked, "Don't you think these caravan people are just refugees? Don't you?" The caravan, though, the 5,000 to 9,000, depending on which count you believe that is in Tijuana right now, those are people coming to the border, as far as you know, for asylum, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? Come on, for please asylum. tell us. It's just just tell, tell us it's coming for, for asylum. asylum. Please tell us that so we can beat Trump up with it. Listen to what the border agent says. This is priceless. I do not believe that is true. I believe there are definitely people in that group that are trying to, that are going to try to claim asylum. Uh, the vast majority of those from the from the what we call the Northern Triangle are economic migrants. Though they do not meet the qualifications mm-hmm. to to get asylum here, they can still apply. That that that's that's a different issue. Hang on a second. This whole this whole thing's falling apart. Wait a minute. They're not just a bunch of people seeking asylum. The border agent says no, they're not, and then says this. However, 
What I saw on the border yesterday was not people walking up to Border Patrol agents and asking to claim asylum. Well, they weren't? What were they doing? Uh, matter of fact, one of the groups that I watched, uh, the, one of the groups that actually several of them were arrested, they passed 10 or 15 marked Border Patrol units walking east to west, or west to east, I'm sorry. Uh, numerous uh, uniformed personnel as they were chanting, uh, waving a Honduran flag, and throwing rocks uh, at the agents. If they were truly asylum seekers, they would have just walked up with their hands up and surrendered, and that did not take place. We are being lied to. Yes, we are. And they're going to throw rocks at the agents. What are they going to do to you and your kids? What you're, you're, I mean, what are they going to do to American citizens once they're in the United States? You think they're going to be a crime problem? You think they're going to end up in jail? Ninety-some percent of the people in Los Angeles jails are people who came here illegally. Why, why would a group of people track thousands of miles to get to our border and then wave the Honduran flag? And yeah, sing, why, why are they sing here? their national anthem? Sing away, guys. Turn around. You got a you got a long walk home, but I would get started right away. What? Who are the people that would come to our border to rub in our face, throw rocks at us, throw things at our our border agents? These people don't love America. No, they they're don't. not coming no, here don't. to embrace the greatness of our country, our freedoms, here to be and taken our liberties. Care of by our government. And when, and when that doesn't happen, they're going to take care of themselves any, by any means possible, robbing, stealing, etc. I mean, you Democrats and leftists and people on The View that cheer this crap, what, what, how are you rationalizing this? I mean, on what basis should we just open the door to these people? If the door is open to these people, they should cry tears of joy. For being allowed into America because this is the greatest nation on earth. They don't think that. In other words, they don't. They don't belong here. A lot of them do not belong here. They're going to throw rocks at our border agents. That's they don't belong doing. here. The border agents ought to be ought to be told. I love CNN. open season. You should throw have seen a rock. The, yeah, right. Exactly. You retaliate. I should have seen the, uh, the CNN's reporter's face after this. Why were we interviewing this guy? He's completely destroying our entire lie to the American people about the peacefulness of these poor, helpless caravan people coming here. Look, immigration, come here the right way. Come because you love the country. You want to be a part of it. And you want to assimilate into the distinct American culture and make it better. Or go home. Or go home. This is not controversial. The United States of America... Kind of simple. The people in the United States of America are incredibly compassionate and caring. They want to help people. It's not that they don't want to. Right. But we will not drop our borders for criminals and thugs and people who don't want to be part of America. Yet we're told in this whole controversy, we're told that we're not caring, that the Lee brothers hate immigration, that they hate people. And that's why you... You and I actually are the ones who threw the tear gas and hit the little girl in the back of the head or whatever it is. The whole thing is a made-up lie. I still say it hit her in the back, not the back of the head. That was close. Your aim was off. <laughs> it was your aim. I would have hit her in the back of the head. No. You see what's going on here? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's unbelievable. We just played for you two clips that turn out to be an absolute lie. It's not controversial.
Do you think the CNN guy was trying to guide this guy? Yeah, did you hear his first opening part of the question? Oh, yeah. I was like, uh, don't don't you think? The caravan, though, the the 5,000 to 9,000, depending on which count you believe that is in Tijuana right now, those are people coming to the border, as far as you know, for asylum, isn't it? Right, don't you think? Talk about a leading question. All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Representing the end of political correctness. The Lee Brothers. So great. Love Christmas. I'll put my tree up. I know. It looks good, by the way. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. You're such a Mr. Christmas. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas from the Lee Brothers. Tomorrow's oh, oh, oh. Tomorrow is a Christmas parade. Are you going to the parade tomorrow? No, I'm not a parade. Kind of <laughs> you, you and I, I mean? both. You and I both. <laughs> Dean in Henrico, you're on AM820, WNTW, and FM92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Well, thanks for taking my call, guys. Yeah, thanks for calling. couple points. couple points. I would love to have people eliminate that PC word caravan. Caravans go to the beach. They go to the picnic. But when you have five-plus thousand military-age men carrying their own country flag to the beach, borders of another country, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's an invading horde. That's an invading army. This is what I was talking about, about the left controlling the conversation here. I mean, if, they, if you're throwing tear gas at children and it's called a caravan and these are asylum seekers, all that is controlling the language in the debate. None of it's true. It's all a lie. But that's another, how they're winning the debate. Yes. Another point is with all these celebrities that say, let everybody in, let's take care of the children. Okay, you like immigration to happen and just let them in, fine. If you say that, you have to take in a family, a full family, for 90 days into your guarded <laughs> mansion. You show how you really care, prove it. Don't just yeah. tell us what we should be doing. That's a great idea. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Ding dong. Thanks for Thank you. Hey, thank you. Appreciate it. By the way, Bye. Dean's from the West End. He's not from Henrico. What did I say? You said Henrico. West End is Henrico. It can be, and it can't it be. Is, oh, no, it's no, all, no, no, all no, 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 West End. no, it's Henrico, not. the West End is in Henrico. Once you leave well, Henrico, yes, is. I didn't say you're it. in just oblivion. I mean, it's oblivion once you get out of Henrico. I've just about had enough of you. That's right. So listen and learn, my brother. How do you the know West End is in Rico. No, it's not. Ask not, not any entirely. caller, any caller. Any if caller? you hear the West End, what do you associate it with? The the far Henrico. West. No, the far man. West End of the city. They don't think of Henrico County. West which can End be of in the Richmond. city. There is no West End of the city. The city has no West End. Richard, you tell me the West End doesn't mean like short pump. And That's in Rico County. I didn't say it wasn't the county. Thank you very little. I didn't say it wasn't the county, but when you say West End, you don't think of Henrico County. Yes, you do. No, you don't. Yes, you do. Nobody does. Yes, you do. Oh, come on. Why would you say it? Mark, is the West End Henrico or is the West End not Henrico? That's not what I'm arguing Henrico? with you. I didn't uh, arguing that with People you. People do of think of it Henrico. In, no, I'm not. It, you, Richard, have you seen listen. how many Henrico police cars are out there? They don't go out there. It has nothing to do with it. It does. It does not. It does. You're not listening to me. Those when women drivers say, get tickets all the time up and down Broad Street. <laughs> they think of it as in Rico because they see the no. blue and Rico lights behind them. No, when you say West the End, blue people don't think of Rico. When you think of Rico, you can think yeah. of part of Richmond, right near the city and around the city, or you can think all the way to the West End. But no. when you say West End, you're specifically saying a part 
of the far Heinrichel County. You have the IQ of a deck chair. Thank you. Thank you. Just, no, he's talking about you. No, he's talking about you. Oh, he's talking about you. you. I'm pretty sure it's you. you. All right, coming up, another lie foisted upon mankind is the climate change debate. We're going to discuss that, break it down for you, give more details. Check us another out at 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. Are you saying I was lying? Click on the Lee Brothers. Take another you right lie? to our page. And your phone calls, 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers! The West End is in Ryko. 820 WNTW yeah! 92.7. taking jerk, it over. Jerk. <laughs> Richard proves Scott's wrong once and for all. Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Just after 3.34 in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes as far left. Is Richard Lee. You're not as far left anymore. I have never been far left. You know what's interesting about the, uh, the climate? Us well. The climate change global warming debate. Lean to the right or you Burning hell. This week, the uh, major scientific report issued by 13 federal agencies had, 13. Stark, had stark warnings. That's an unlucky number. About the cut, exactly. And the think consequences. The was done more than 13 or less than 13. It laid out these consequences for climate change for the United States. It predicts a 10% decrease in our economic uh, status because of weather. Now, see, I never really fell for the, for some reason, I never was gullible to this. I remember when it first started talking about even global cooling in the 70s and 80s, I remember thinking, how do they know? I mean, that was my first reaction was like, how do you even know? Back then, it was, they were trying to terrify people by saying the glaciers were coming again. Right. You know, we're going to have to move to Mexico. But now it's. Now it's global warming. Now it's back to just climate yeah. change. But my point is, is sea levels going to really, rise? Move away from the coast. I never really They're just trying in. to wrap up that that oceanfront property at a dirt cheap price. I guess it was more or less a, uh, a suspect of a lot of the, the 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 leftist push on this. And then I realized it was a leftist push because everybody was for global warming and climate change tend to have big socialist government policies that went with it. I was like, wait a minute, why is that the answer? You know, there's an organization comprised of primarily, how you say, morons, <laughs> that actually think Trump has a weather machine. Oh, sure. And he controls the weather. So more on this on this government uh, report that just came out is uh, Julia Seymour. She's the assistant managing editor at MRC Business. She wrote a special report, including global warming s- censored and a bunch of other uh, things about climate change that uh, makes us look smart. So we're having her on. Julia. Thank you so much for having me today. Hey, Thank you for joining sure. us. All right. So give us the break. There's people in their car listening. They've never, they've not yeah. read this report. Uh, I read parts of it and threw up and stopped. <laughs> so what's the, the quick and dirty of this thing, the best I can tell is if we don't do anything in 10 years, 
uh, our economy is going to take a hit. And the thing I also noticed is they're saying the temperature is going to rise 15 degrees. Is that am I accurate in that? Well, so what what I was watching was media coverage of this report and trying to see what they were getting wrong or what they were focused on. And, of course, they always want to latch on to the most uh, extreme claims of how bad things are going to be. And one of those claims was that climate change would strip away 10% of U.S. economic growth by 2100 if we do nothing. 2100. Um, Yes, by 2100. Uh, the problem is that those... By the way, same- I can't plan for next week, let alone 2100. Right? <laughs> well, I These- happen to know for a fact, 2101 in February, a meteor is going to hit us. So it, <laughs> it, won't it won't even matter. <laughs> what the media weren't saying was that that is based on the Earth having to warm 15 degrees Fahrenheit, which is a huge exaggeration of what even the UN says is probably going to happen. So you have intergovernmental uh, bodies or intergovernmental bodies who say that's way more than all of the other models forecast. And no, keep no in model mind, these that. are models. Like that's how they come up with these numbers is they put in certain assumptions into computers and see what, what the effects are on the global climate. Of course, Reality has not played well with these models, and they the the models didn't forecast the actual uh, climate uh, changes in either direction in the like the last twenty years. So right. <laughs> there are then problems. Not a single one's ever come true. Well, the forecast for next week's not right. It's going to change four <laughs> times before next week. That's true. So how can they forecast twenty one hundred? But I yeah. know for a fact a meteor is well, coming. Well, so first of all, 2100 was the year, not the temperature, but it was close. I know. Yeah. yeah. I know. Exactly. Well, the media, and the media always fall for it. Always. Yeah. You know, CNN sounds the alarm. ABC, CBS, NBC, all of them panicked over this report, um, not just focusing on that economic claim, but also reporting things like there's going to be so much worse wildfires and hurricanes and everything's going to be terrible. It's because like, it's sensational and they have nothing yeah. else other things to talk about. Well, there might be well, something else, and Julia, because, to this. Yeah, there is. And, and it's they, not, it's, yeah, exactly. It's not that they uh, are looking for more sensational. It's they're looking for the next policy to implement yes, because of it. Yes, exactly. Uh, they do not like the Trump administration. They especially do not like the Trump administration's rollback of Obama-era climate policy. And that's what this is about. That's why they're hyping this story and not talking about critics of it. And there are critics, even critics who think that climate change is a real thing that humans contribute to and want to see adaptation, like University of Colorado political scientist Roger Pilkey Jr. said that you still, this is still bad science in this report. Of course. <laughs> of course. But the, the thing that's always frustrating about the climate change debate is the, the two things, and you've already mentioned one, is, is, is hyping it beyond measure. If mm-hmm. you're, you're going to suggest that the climate's changing, I'm in, okay? Let's say the climate change is yeah. great. Um, but to suggest that it's going to go from, I think we've had a 0.4% change in the last 25 years to 15 degrees increase in 2100 yeah. is, is a stretch. It's ridiculous. It's not going to happen. But the next part of that is the policy that's implemented because of it. And I've always yeah. I've always noticed that I don't know why this falls along political lines. And, and until you realize that, wait a minute, there is an agenda of socialist, communist, big government behind it, which is why it's divided among 
political barriers and why mm-hmm. some people on the right and the conservatives look at it and go, wait a minute, even if it's true, I'm not willing to give up all my freedom because of it. And the other side, they're like, oh, yeah, you are. Government's going to come in and make sure that you have to do this by force. That's where it's political. That's where it bothers me. Uh, yeah, absolutely. The policies that are often promoted when it comes to, quote unquote, solving you know any sort of climate crisis are higher taxes, mandating, you know, subsidizing certain types of energy, mandating or getting, you know, putting mandates that reduce the uh, cheap and efficient forms of energy we've been using for years and years and years and years uh, that heat our homes and power our cars and everything else. Cheap and efficient Um, is the word there, right? Exactly. That's that's why we like it. It's cheap and efficient and it works and it saves lives. It it, does. It does. It has powered human progress. And they don't often admit or they don't want to admit and recognize that those policies hurt people. In the new climate report that that we're talking about here, the 13 Mm -hmm. federal agencies that came out, are the two things that are most glaring to you, the increase of what they claim to be global temperature and the 10 percent decrease in economic growth? Are those two big things in this? Or Or the increase in federal agencies doing this? (laughs) Right. Why do we need need 13 (laughs) federal agencies to predict something that's not predictable? Well, you know, I think it, it was it was that 13 federal agencies contributed. So it was, there were like 29 chapters. I did not read the whole thing. It's like 12, it's like well over a thousand or 2000 pages long. I, I you have a pet bird? skimmed some things. That'd be great <laughs> for the bird cage. I do not have a pet bird. I know someone with a pet bird, <laughs> but I don't have one. Um, so I tried to focus, what are the media latching onto here? And I think that part of the reason the media latched on so much to this economic claim is because skeptics of, of climate change and critics of the policies often promoted say constantly, these things cost trillions of dollars. They hurt the economy. They do this and, you know, they have negative uh, economic repercussions. So that's my suspicion about why this right. time they were like, well, maybe we can sell it this way. Well, they uh, they certainly did. Made a great effort at it. Julia, how, how can people find out more about you and read some of the things that you're posting, which are, by the way, very good? Well, thank you. Uh, you can find this story and basically all of my other work for many years on newsbusters.org. I have been covering climate change for a long time, so there's certainly a lot of those posts, but it's not the only thing I write about, so definitely check out newsbusters.org and come to the MRC business section. Thanks, Julia. Appreciate your time. Thank you. All right, that's Julia Seymour. She's the assistant manager editor for MRC's business. And a truly great American. All right, Merry your, Christmas, Julia. Your phone calls are next, 454-1366, as we discuss more of this, 454 454- 1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Our version of the Federalist Papers without all that reading. It's the Lee Brothers. Virginia citizens. American patriots. The Lee Brothers 454-1366. That was good. I like that. Word. I've been talking about Aggie's Attic for a while now. It's... um, Cute little store on Hungry Road in the Law Park Shopping Center at 2320 Hungry Road. And this weekend, they have a a ton of new furniture that has come in, and they've got a a bunch of uh, Christmas decorations in there. If if you're looking for any kind of Christmas decoration, get out the Aggie's Attic on Hungry Road. It's a cool store. It's got all kinds of stuff in it, and 100% of the proceeds... 
goes to charitable organizations like Lakeside Volunteer Rescue Squad, people in need. I mean, everything there, the employees don't make a dime. Nobody gets paid. It's 100% volunteer, and it's a great store. I know you'll be excited when you walk in the door. So get out to Aggie's Attic this weekend, 2320 Hungry Road in the Law Park Shopping Center. And also, when you get through shopping at Aggie's, go eat. You want some really good <laughs> barbecue? I love barbecue. I went there last night and I told Wait, where? The, told the manager, Smoke Pit Grill. It's 9074 Staples Mill Road, Smoke Pit Grill, and they've got incredible I food. That. I had the uh, brisket platter. Try the brisket platter if you're a fan of brisket. It'll be the Who best you ever put in your mouth. Is anybody not a fan of brisket? <laughs> That's like un-American. <laughs> How do you not eat a brisket? Um, I don't know who's not a fan, but I do know if you go there, you're going to be pleased. You might even run into the Lee brothers there because I'm going to take my brother out there and feed him. You should. He never gets fed. Ha. That's not If true. you saw him, you know he ate. But anyway. <laughs> that's funny. You're right. That's, that's funny. No, he's a... Uh, I'm not going there. Thank you. Smoke Pit Grill, 9074 Staples Mill Road. Get out there this weekend. Everything I ate there last night was absolutely amazing. Is that why you got two of it? Two of everything? Yeah, I I could have eaten like four brisket platters. I could have. I mean, they give you big portions, a lot of food, but I still could have eaten four because it's so I believe good entirely. I'll be a regular there. You should be too. That's Smoke Pit Grill, 9074 Staples Mill Road in where? Henrico, West End. Henrico, West End. Henrico. Where is More it? arguing. It's, it's in Henrico? It's in Henrico. Perfect. On 9074 Staples Mill Road. It's out in the West End. In Henrico. Yeah. If everybody's raising living standards to the point where everybody's got a car and everybody's got air conditioning and everybody's got a big house, <laughs> uh, well, the planet will boil over. That's so stupid. But isn't that what you wanted to give us all, Obama? Wasn't right. that what you were promised us this this whole climate you ran for president i would anybody who buys into this now listen i understand the the sensationalism of it and how you can be kind of suckered in to think that wow us humans are really causing a problem first of all when you say us humans the america is phenomenal america we figured this thing out okay we don't we don't have our rivers flowing with plastic bottles that dump into the ocean. We don't, we're not right. doing that. We're just putting chemicals in there. That's no right. It's completely different. No, it of may not be not. any fish, but <laughs> not either case you either. can't tell. America isn't a problem. America's, no, not, America's the not a problem, problem with the Pacific environment. Ocean is the problem. No, I'm just kidding. Yet here we Other find countries. Here we find Donald McEachin, Congressman McEachin in the fourth district, who sends a letter out to all his people that Trump is the problem. That Trump's own administration is causing catastrophic consequences of man-made climate change, particularly in Virginia. He no actually other has a no photograph of Donald Trump shoving stuff out the windows of Air Force One as he flew over the oceans. All kinds of plastic and stuff. They try to hit these targets. Yeah, well, he's pretty good at it. Some are horrible people, horrible human beings. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> so McEachin goes, Virginia is particularly impacted. Isn't that interesting? Of all the states, we're the one. Oh, I get Particularly, it. Particularly, we're one of the cleanest states on the planet. We're rising sea levels. We're hurt Not just Virginia. in the country. Listen to what he says here. Of course we're, they will. They'll hurt any country. I mean, any state. He says, see possible risings as much as several feet if we continue down this path. No. If it rises several enough. Feet, it's not going to rise several feet. It's it, not happening. If it rises enough, Tennessee will have a problem. Right. It's it's preposterous. What's it's happening. ridiculous. 
And Obama was Scare the one. Scare tactics. Remember, Obama's the one who saved us from the planet. And all, oh, I know. Remember, he's the one who said yeah, there was only one planet. And he's like, just boil over. But Obama right now is running around talking about how he wants credit for everything. He wants credit to because the planet is, is, has tried to heal until Trump showed up. Trump's only been there 18 months, and Trump's already destroyed the planet. Which we didn't, we didn't know. I didn't realize that. I but went even to look the economy, for some destroying on my way home. Even the economy. Yeah. Obama went out this week. I don't know if you heard this, and he went on and on about how he wants credit for the economy. Listen to this. We saw the longest streak of job creation in American history by far. Liar. A streak that still continues, by the way. Thanks, oh my Obama. God. Thanks, Obama. So when you hear all this talk about economic miracles right now, hear all this talk. Let's say he laughs in the middle of it. Hear all this talk. About, <laughs> hear all this talk about economic miracles right now. Right now. Remember who started it. Right With now. That music in the background sounds like he's getting ready to break into song. Right. So when you hear all this talk about economic miracles right now, remember who started it. You know that whole suddenly America's like the biggest oil producer and the biggest get. Uh, that was me, people. I just want you to. <laughs> I mention all this just so when you hear how great the economy is doing right now, let's just remember when this recovery started. And you hear about this economic miracle. So when you hear right now, folks taking credit for this economic miracle, it's like, hold oh, no. up. They act like it just started. Have you checked where your stocks were when I came in office where they are yeah, now? What, what are you talking? What are you complaining about? <laughs> Just say thank you, please. Unbelievable. Oh, I feel important now. <laughs> Unbelievable. You know, if you are uh, a, a, a person of the leftist persuasion, give me, sir, I, I would love to hear what policies Absolutely. that Obama implemented to give us the economy we have today. What's the policy? I'm, yeah, I'm dying to know. Tell us. Because I want more of that. How he is responsible for literally any of that. 454-1366, your phone calls next. Lee Brothers, 820, WNTW, 92.7 FM. Yeah, I I think I was a thug. (laughs) Making radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers. If you've got a business, you didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen. He uh, did. He made it he happen made it for happen. you. If it weren't for Barack Obama. Merry Christmas. You may still be in business. No, coming up at five, Richard and I are going to argue about uh, what happens to people during Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. They're, listen, you think they get angry and mean. I think they get full of joyful and There triumphant. are more bah humbugs out there than there are ho, 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 jolly That's because people. because they're liberals. They might be jolly when they finally get home and yelled at the kids and everybody else kicked the dog a couple of times. But there are people who get mean this time of year. They're mean all the time. Christmas just exasperates those mean people. All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Great mean videos people there. got nobody. Charlie Brown's sister, Sally, uh, is a liberal. That explains that there. Uh, the political um, farce that is turning, that's happening to our sports 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Check us out there by clicking on the Lee Brothers. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Crazy. 
Equal Rights Amendment. It sounds so good, doesn't it? It's a disaster of biblical proportion. It's amendment. It's ridiculous. That we'll discuss. Uh, Let's see. Democrats have a bunch of new laws they want enacted in January in the General Assembly. We got a list of them. And Spanberger. Congressman Congressman? It's generic term. Congressman Spanberger joins the Blue Caucus. It's irrelevant, I'm here to tell you. That's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this lovely Friday afternoon. Happy Friday to you, and Merry Christmas to you. Tomorrow is December. And it is the Christmas. Beginning of the and I Christmas love Christmas. Season. So do the liberals, by the way. Liberals love Christmas because they can rewrite Christmas songs. They're at the governor tree lighting ceremony this week, and uh, liberals wrote a bunch of their own little Christmas tunes. It's all about the environment, but we'll share that with you at five. It'd be fun. At the same time, uh, Rudolph is now a totally offensive to the left after all these years, and uh, so is Chick fil A. And so is Charlie Brown. Everything's offensive to the left. I had no idea Charlie Brown was a racist all these years. I would have. They're, they're professionally would've offended. Sent a letter or something. Can you imagine being a left today? How does Rudolph get you upset to the point where you, you know, Huffington Post put a video out and talked about how it's bigoted and hateful. And if you're bullied. watching the Rudolph, the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer which show. is fake, Are by the way. It's not, even there, real. it's not even real. It's a fake. It's, yeah, there's they're, no they're Rudolph, wax by the way. reindeer. They move him a quarter of an inch and they move his legs <laughs> and right. they move him a quarter of an inch. I hope I didn't ruin it for anybody <laughs> out there on the left because it's not I real. know you thought it was real, yeah. but. And a red-nosed reindeer is being made fun of. Are you there. screaming at your TV set every time he does something you don't agree with? I mean, come on, people. That's right. Yeah, Burl Ives is not a big fat snowman that slides <laughs> through the snow. You know what I'm saying? He's not? No. Oh, I, I thought neither, he was. Neither is Yukon Cornelius. A, the snowman had a phenomenal voice. I thought yeah, he could it, burst into singing or something of that sort. The only sort. problem I had with that show is I catch my kid trying to lick a hammer, throw it up in the air, and then lick a hammer like Yukon Cornelius. It was, <laughs> an ice, it was an ice pick. Shucks. Wasn't a hammer. Or whatever. You judging me, bro? All right. That's right. <laughs> you judging me, bro? <laughs> That's hilarious. Where'd you get these things? They just come up like that. It's phenomenal. Hey, l- real quickly, before we get on to this Abigail Spanberger, did you notice that uh, Carver Elementary is uh, has lost its blue ribbon status? The Virginia Department of Education has decided to rescind the certification of blue ribbon status. As a result, they are removing a reference to Carver from all materials online and advising the Virginia Department of Education, this is the federal government, to direct Richmond City Public Schools to have the school removed from the NBRS plaque and flag. Have you you ever asked yourself this question, how in the world did they get a blue ribbon status in the first place? Right, right, exactly. You know, are they taking something away that they actually deserved? Well, there is, uh, this is one of those things for Richard and I that we believe is the next Honestly, it's a civil rights battle to me. This, it's unconscionable that a family who is sending their kid to Carver Elementary still has to do that. They are forced to send their kid to a crappy school. They don't have a choice. And in, in, in today's 2018, and we tell people that if you were told, by the way, that you could only shop at one grocery store because it was in your district, you would have a fit. 
or if you were told you could only go to one department store because that's the neighborhood your house lands in, you would have none of it. In fact, if a government told you that you could only have one choice in anything, you'd be upset over it, except public schools. And then you embrace that and you go, oh, I'm perfectly fine with that because you don't send your kid to Carver Elementary. You live in a nice neighborhood. You have great schools because you're part of the elite. This whole public education system is a travesty. And it is, and quite honestly, if you want a civil rights issue, this is it. Why in the world Carver get, loses its status as being a blue ribbon school? Which it and, never probably should have right. had in the first place. And then you tell the parents, sure, your school sucks. But, but they have to what? come here exactly. anyway. Because if they don't show up, we don't get our federal funding. Do you realize? The term failing school should not exist in the United States anywhere. The, well, here's, a, here's the question. Does this term failing grocery store exist anywhere? No. No, because they, they go out of business. They go they out of business. suck at business. Exactly. And if the school sucks at schooling, they should go out of business. Exactly. Instead, they get propped up. You get yeah. lied to by the parents. And eventually you realize, no wonder we have an education crisis. Because we're tolling, telling parents in Richmond City schools, hey, it's okay. Carver's going to be fine. You just continue to send your little kid over here. As I suppose you say your food line and you have a store over here that's doing it, it's all screwed up. Store's dirty, it's nasty, it's failing, and then you got one over here that's pristine. What do you do with the, the failings? You go in there and you replace or you close it. The people or you shut it down. Right, exactly. You put the right people in place and maybe you'll be a blue ribbon school. That's what I understand. Or shut it down. I just don't understand how the left embraces the current system we have so greatly when it is so bad for minorities and the poor. I mean, the system we have right now is set up that you have to live in the most expensive neighborhoods that have the best schools. Why is that even fair? You talk about fairness all the time, you left, you Democrats, you bureaucrats, you educrats. You talk about fundamental fairness, as Obama always loved to use that word. Yet for some reason, you're willing to leave, leave people stuck in crappy government indoctrination centers we call public schools. If you want to be fair about it, you should be able to take your kids to a school that's not a failing school. You should be able to take your kids to the schools that are performing. And then the schools need to be competitive amongst themselves so they all come up in their performance. Here's something that's interesting you may not know. There was uh, the governor's race in Florida between Ron DeSantis and Andrew Gillum. Do you realize that there were about 100,000 African-American women that were registered Democrat, that registered Democrats that voted for DeSantis? 100,000 African-American women. You know why? Because of school choice. These women can't stand. They're called school choice moms, by the way. And they cannot stand the fact that the government restricts them to failing schools. And so they voted for the Republican Ron DeSantis, because Ron DeSantis believes that you, part of freedom, ought to have the choice on where to send your kids to school. And these these women, these minority African-American women that the left loves to divide us and say there is a distinct identity, chose choice. They chose freedom. They voted for their children. Oh, Democrats probably say they care more for your kids, but do they? Not when you're stuck and crappy schools. Carver Elementary School, after that incident of them cheating, should have been shut down.
Absolutely. But you know why you can't shut it down? Because it's a public school. It's the only school there. Because we haven't implemented a choice program in this country or this state that really gives parents real choice. That should change. That is a civil rights issue. That is the issue of our era. That, you want real freedom and real economic prosperity for our kids? That's it. Your phone call's next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow. Where does that really exist? Where does it exist where the fire is so nice and it's frightful outside? We have nowhere to go. Just stay here and let it keep us warm. That doesn't exist. That's when we were kids. We used to set trees on fire and say, let us know. Fire so delightful, Dad. We <laughs> you know, don't you agree with us? Don't beat us silly. Well, it didn't happen that way. No, it didn't happen that way. But it did happen that we would lose our bicycle and every other piece of property we own. Well, just for a short term. Just for a short term. Yeah, until the tree grew back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Abigail Spanberger is our new uh, congressman in District 7. By the way, I refuse to use the word congresswoman, and people know that. Hey, well, you know, I was thinking about that, driving in. People say, ladies and gentlemen. Why don't they say congressmen and ladies? Because that would imply that congressmen are gentlemen. Or con- ladies and congressmen. No. That's the ladies want to be Well, why don't you just say congressman in general? Congressman is a generic term. It's like chairman. That's right. It means anything. It means male, female. There's and no in some cases, name. it can mean, because there's more than two genders, it can mean everybody. It's, it's, there's no need to make the statement congresswoman. Because if you say congressman Abigail Spanberger, guess what everyone knows? That you sound like a caveman. Congresswoman. And... Not, they know that she's a woman because her name is Abigail Spanberger. I knew a guy named Abigail. I remember when Marsha... She gets uh, crap beat down on a regular... But no, I'm just kidding. Marsha Blackburn was here with Dave Bratt at the function. She called herself Congressman Marsha Blackburn. She, she yeah, recognized that it's a... Rec- an intelligent woman. Right. Now that everyone's calling her the new Congresswoman-elect. Stupid. There's no such thing as Congresswoman. The word doesn't exist. Okay, anyway, she is uh, saying that she's going to be part of this new Blue Dog Coalition. Blue Dog? That's what it's called. It's called the Blue Dog Coalition. It is a collection of 24 Democrat lawmakers in the House. Remember we used to have a blue tick? Somebody stole it. I don't know what this has to do with, I don't. You said Blue Dog. Yes, I did, because I'm referencing the Blue Dog Coalition. Oh. Yeah, see if you were there. I thought you were talking about Blue Dog. Spanberger says she ran as a moderate. That's why she's part of the Blue Dog Coalition. Because yeah, a bunch I do of, think this tax cut was a mistake. I, yeah, exactly. That's a moderate for you. No, you're pretty firm that the tax cuts were the mistake. That's a pretty liberal position to think that now, if they're a mistake, then you're going to vote to repeal them. Because part of this Blue Dog Democrat Coalition, these people are huge believers in deficit reduction. Whatever. Yeah, right. They are the creators of the deficit in the first place. Well, the, the thing is, is when you hear that deficit reduction, there's only one way to reduce the deficit. You know what it is, to raise taxes on everybody. It's not because government spent too much. It's because you're not taxed enough. That, that's the real issue, you see. It's the taxpayer's fault there's a deficit, and that's what blue dog Democrats think. And that's what Abigail Spanberger thinks. It's interesting to me that Abigail wants to paint herself as some sort of moderate, 
But you saw her on TV cheering more government. I mean, I'm serious. More federal government, more massive regulations, more taxes. And think, remember this. It took 13 agencies to determine that climate change was real and going to happen. Right. Well, that's because... In 100 years or so. That's that's maybe crap. 80, yeah. 13 federal organizations to determine in 80 years we're going to have a problem. I think aliens will have carried us all away and enslaved us by then before the meteor comes. Oh, legal, they know illegal about, aliens? Or are you talking about real Martian aliens? Well, I think these thing? things that come out of the sky, if you walked up to them and said, you're an illegal alien, he'd love to shoot you with a ray gun or something. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder about you. Vaporize. There is no a- alien, by the way. There's no Really? Sign. Anyway, back to Spanberger. Okay. Speaking of aliens, say so. I know. A couple. Speaking of outer space, you know a couple of them. Hell could be. By one. the way, can I just make a side note here that I'm a huge fan supporter. of aliens. No, I'm not a fan of aliens, but I want Abigail Spanberger to succeed in making sure that our country is more free and that we can reduce regulations and that we can have lower taxes. Except the only problem is there's not a She's not in favor of any of that. She's not in favor of any of that. You know, I'm a supporter of her too. (laughs) Change her entire (laughs) platform mind. So we had this conversation about moderates before. No head injuries will make you Moderates completely. Moderates have no positions. That's what they try to paint themselves as. They're above reproach, don't you see? They have the high moral ground because they, Scott, Richard, they're moderates. They're moderates. just, they're just, it's a great terminology. The problem is, is Abigail Spanberger claims to be a moderate, but at the same time, cheers all the things that are left-leaning Democrat talking points and big government. That's not a moderate position. You can claim moderate position, but the problem is all our policies are left. So what's a moderate, what is a moderate? Give me one position that Abigail Spanberger holds that's moderate. Nothing. Absolutely nothing, and we have proof. Well, first of all, what is a moderate policy? Someone give me a policy that could be defined as moderate. Um, Open borders. That's not moderate. That's left. Uh, You're for tax increases. That's not moderate. That's the Democratic Party. That's leftist. How about Uh, the government controlling your thermostat? Exactly. That's not moderate. Just wear a sweater. That's the left. Ab- the problem with Abigail Spanberger joining the Blue Dog Coalition is I fear it's just a statement. Nothing she supports will be conservative or even center-right. She didn't run on any of those things. She ran on being a moderate when a moderate don't have a policy. What is a moderate policy? I- I'm a little concerned about her. Look, we'll see how it goes. But she got, I, I, hey, look, let her succeed, Scott Lee and Richard Lee. Let her let her see what happens. Okay, uh, we don't will. knock until you fry it. Okay, give, give her about a week. Your phone calls next four five four thirteen sixty six four five four. 1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. It's the Lee Brothers. That's what I want for Christmas. I want all the Federalist Papers. I've only read a few of them. but Or you can listen to our show and never have to read them. We'll just explain them to you as Madison and Alexander Hamilton and John Jay intended. Right here, every Friday from 3 to 6. By the way, tomorrow morning, we're on the radio again Saturday. Surprise, we haven't been on a Sadio show in a long time. This is true. 10 to 12 tomorrow. Filling in for the hatchet man, Craig Johnson. So that'd be very fun and encourage you to tune in. Just got an email at patriots at theleebrothers.com from John, who said his next door neighbor is a socialist. Self-avowed. How does he know? 
It's his next door neighbor. Talk to him, I'm sure. His next door neighbor voted for Abigail Spanberger. What's moderate about that? That's pretty far left. Or to Abigail, it's not, but it actually is. You listen to the recordings, it actually is. I wonder what John should go back to his neighbor and go, hey, you know what? You voted for a moderate. You know that? <laughs> not a commie pinko. <laughs> right. According to her own words, except we'll see how the policies work out. All right, we're going to try to get to this later in the program. The General Assembly session starts in January. Democrats already have some ideas on what they want to implement. Mm-hmm. And they Im- they involve new laws, new bills, none repeal. They're not repealing any of them. They're just adding new ones. We'll see Only 2,500 new ones, so it's not going to be <laughs> that, right. bad. that bad. Th- that's something. I mean, that is something. Thank you, that's Tim exactly King. You're right. exactly, I, I missed it again. It is something. You're amazing, amazing senator. So proud of you. Truly great. <laughs> I don't want to go American. Don't do that. He's new American. That's right. All right. Uh, come, new America. Check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Direct you to our page. Click on the Lee Brothers. Great videos there. One is this secondvote.com. It's how to support companies this Christmas holiday that support the Second Amendment. That tells you about 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you to our page. Your phone calls next, 454 454- 1366. We are the Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Equal Rights Amendments next, by the way. Victoria Cobb. Representing the end of political correctness, it's the Lee Brothers. I want a nice gift from you this year. A nice gift? Yeah, I want I'll a nice you gift. A nice gift. I want a nice gift from you this year for Christmas. I always get you a nice gift. Why would I? I, I had to why eat part of I, the last candy bar. <laughs> I did because I was hungry, but I always get you a nice gift. The Lee Brothers, eight twenty WNTW. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend, and my brother sitting City to my left. left. Sometimes far left. Would you admit right now that you used to sit to my left? I mean, figuratively speaking, politically. I used to, but uh, since the room's been redone, I'm to your right. Wow. That's not what this I was referring new, to. But posh this new, posh studio. This is awesome. This is really incredible Of studio. course it is. Of course it's phenomenal studio. Uh, 454-1366. 454-1366. We are the Lee Brothers. The Lee Brothers. Patriots at the Lee Brothers.com is our email address. Patriots at the Lee Brothers.com. Equal Rights Amendment. Now, there's a major national push for this thing. And it started during the uh, women's movement in the 1970s and the 1980s. And it, 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 uh, I think like 30 some odd states passed it. But it's interesting to me that the terminology sounds so great. But I think this thing is a disaster. The Equal Rights Amendment is not what it means. I mean, sure, it sounds great. I mean, so many things sound good. Planned Parenthood sounds like, well, that's perfect. Turns out that's a disaster of biblical proportions. But there's a lot of ways that the Equal Rights Amendment could be made much better. Or does it already exist? Joining us right now to talk about this is uh, the president of the Family Foundation, Victoria Cobb. Victoria? 
Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate your time here. You sent out a, a kind of a press release or an email about this, and I wanted to have you on because Victoria, you're you're a woman, and it seems like <laughs> it seems like the uh, Equal Rights Amendment is more focused on women. It sounds all these women are, are are talking about. We need equal rights, equal rights, equal rights, and the Equal Rights Amendment is supposed to benefit women. Does it benefit women? Well, that's the unfortunate thing. There are some things, as you said, sound great and are actually unhelpful entirely. The problem fundamentally with the Equal Rights Amendment, I mean, there's lots of problems um, before even getting to that it's not legally valid. But, but, but substantively, even if it were legally valid, the problem is that it is this really bad idea of feminism. It's, it's old school concept of women and men should be should deserve the same equal and, and you know, respect and pay, which we would all agree with. But the way to do that through the Equal Rights Amendment is sameness. Is there are no distinctions in gender. There should never be distinctions. And unfortunately, the fallout from that concept is great. The the ramifications of that way of saying that men and women should be equally respected has so many consequences that people just don't think about. Um, the ones that were people were really concerned about when this first went forward, and they still are, are things like taxpayer-funded abortion, because this idea has been interpreted by the courts to say, well, we need to basically grant women you know, anything they want because men get all these other... It's, it's a ridiculous concept with terrible consequences. So this is exactly what I want to have you on. I think a lot of people are beginning to hear about the Equal Rights Amendment and the definition or the the title of it is so confusing that they don't they don't understand the real ramifications of it. Let's talk about the word you used, sameness, not 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 uh, equal rights, but the sameness is the word that that struck with me as I began to study this, because if we truly make men and women the exact same, if there is no difference then drafting will be will draft women into the military because there's no difference. They're, they're That's the, right. The same. Is, and, and we are not in 1970. We are in 2018. And we can have all of the equal pay and the things that we're concerned about, which honestly our Virginia law is so solid on. You don't even need additional things to protect women in those ways. But we can have all of that without saying there are no differences. Fundamentally, things like pregnancy are a difference that still that does still matter. Yeah, um, right. But and here's what gets even crazier: because we're now in 2018, and this concept is you know decades old. There's also a whole another sort of dilemma with this, which is we don't seem to know what genders are these days. And if there are no definitions of gender, it's really hard to even figure out what equal rights looks like because our idea of what it is being male or female is no longer associated with, uh, as a society, people are trying to say this is not an actual biological reality, which I think some of us would still stand by. Um, That makes this even more complicated. And most folks think that if this were now legally somehow recognized, despite the fact that it's that it is it is moot. People are concerned too that this now ushers in things like uh constitutionally protected um you know men in women's bathrooms, for right. example. It's a big deal. We're talking with Victoria Cobbs, president of the Family Foundation, who is um who, who's a woman, which is one reason I wanted you to come on and talk about this because women are so about there's one thing you mentioned just now that, that I want to put focus on too. What is missing in our culture our society and our laws 
that doesn't protect women enough that we need an equal rights amendment? In other words, what are women missing that would make me say, well, this would solve that? Well, that's the thing of it is this is a philosophical debate, not an actual problem. Now, people, I think most women have personal examples or have anecdotes, friends who have experienced injustice. No question. You know, whether it's, you know, it could have been time, it could have been a promotion. I mean, those things do legitimately happen. And so this is not to invalidate the experiences that people have. Of course not. Right. But the reality is that if those injustices are taken to court, that the law absolutely is more than sufficient to defend if an apples to apples scenario of women and men. That's my point. Uh, that you should be able to be protected. And honestly, what's funny about that is when you go and look at our statutes on these things, there haven't been that many cases testing it, which just makes me curious because, like I said, most women do have experiences and stories. Um, but it's not that our law is coming up short. Um, it's that we have this philosophical idea that if we add more words, somehow society will change. We, we need society to keep growing in this area, but changing the, the, the U.S. Constitution is not the way to do it. So it's a solution in search of a problem. Oh, there's no question it's a solution in search of, of a problem. And it's trying to take a very vague um, sort of set of language to solve some very specific problems. If there were some very specific problems, let's do it in a specific way. But taking a 40-year-old set of words and trying to now apply them in today's context, the problem is because it's so vague, the applications are just sort of unlimited of the concerns that it would manifest. I mean, we look at um, penalties, uh, you know, things like uh, women in prison and having being literally treated identically to men. Um, there's just a lot of places where I think most folks would say we would prefer that there's still an understanding that women are literally biologically different than men in some fundamental ways and we should still honor that no, no kidding i think women still want to be women i, I truly I, believe that i, I think to believe that for sure there are I a few that don't true. obviously the radical leftists don't they, they hate there's differences but i think most women say look treat me like a woman you be a man you treat me with respect and dignity like men are supposed to which by the way is a definition of a man is to treat women with respect and dignity. These are old. I know this sounds really old and so outdated, almost 1950-ish. But my point is that you have distinct differences between the sexes. I would like those to be uh, the same, too. I, I, if the ERA, the Equal Rights Amendment, uh, does away with that, it's a disaster. We don't want that. Well, it's just one of these things where we can do better than this. We, we can absolutely uh, continue to work in a direction where not just our laws, but our thinking respects and honors all, you know, both genders. But uh, to try to attempt to do this through outdated language is just, it's, it's just unfortunate. And I think folks really need to understand the political motivations behind this. I'm not speaking to every single person who has supported it or voted for it. But if you are a liberal, this is your dream come true because you get in one foul swoop taxpayer funded abortion and gay rights, um, particularly the privacy bathroom issues. You get it all in a in a in words that don't sound like that's what you're going after. And also you get to put an issue in front of conservative lawmakers and make them look anti-woman because they would vote against this innocuous-sounding uh, language. And so it's kind of a dream come true for liberals. And the fact that 
conservatives or Republicans in any way are humoring this is just disappointing in our level of sophistication of understanding not just motivations, but motivations and the consequences of vague words. And how do you cover 82 genders? That's impossible. Uh, That's what I read. (laughs) It is really ironic, and I I drew that out last year in an op-ed I wrote after session because the irony is at the exact same time that they're going in and requesting, and they had a bill put forward, they're trying to de-gender our entire code, and they literally took out the word woman after the word pregnant in a bill, as if anyone can get pregnant, right? Like, wow. as if it doesn't, like, as if you don't have to be a woman to get pregnant. So at the same time, they're putting those bills forward. They're also standing up in committee, putting forward equal rights for women, right? I mean, this is the fundamentally, they're saying women are mistreated in some way, and we need this. Flip side, they're saying we really don't want any understanding of right. women anywhere. And so we got to kind of get smarter about falling for um, innocuous sounding things that do tremendous harm. So here's the, the yeah. last final thing in the remaining minute we have is something you said right out of the gate, which I, I wanted to ask you about the legally invalid part of this. This is irrelevant. I mean, if this thing actually goes to the General Assembly, the state passes it, it's, it's old. It's already passed its time frame, so it's not going to be an amendment anyway. That's right. People need to understand that when this was put forward, there were there was a certain amount of time by which they needed to get the 38 states necessary to ratify. And in fact, Congress even went a step further and extended that deadline, still did not get the 38 states. And so that has come and gone. And now there have even been states that have rescinded. And so um, when people talk about, oh, Virginia could be the 38th state and this thing could finally move forward, first of all, it really shouldn't legally be uh, valid. So you're going to have to find an activist court that somehow ignores these things that Congress did with deadlines. And then you're going to have to get a court that says, oh, and by the way, five states that have changed their mind, they don't really count. We're going to hold them to what they said in 19, you know, late 70s or, you know, whenever it was, maybe nope. early 80 when they ratified. And so um, what, it's amazing to think that, I mean, if you think about the political dynamics in many states and how much they have shifted, I mean, gosh, we've watched Virginia shift, but many states have shifted the other direction. That's right. And so you have that you have states that, you know, that thought this was a good concept who right now, if you voted on this thing, there's no way they would support it. And yet we're going to hold them to something from decades ago. And so it's just an alarming concept to say the very least. We'll be watching. Victoria, thanks for your time. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. You bet. That's Victoria Cobb, president of the Family Foundation. And a truly great America. All right. Your phone calls next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. Oh, there goes Mr. Humbug. There goes Mr. Grimm. If they gave a prize for me and me, a winner would be him. <laughs> Old Scrooge, he loved his Scrooge. Scrooge was a, uh, was a socialist uh, Democrat before his heart was regenerate and changed at the end That's of the movie. That's the song they'll sing in the Christmas parade tomorrow as they pass Scott on the sidewalk. I'm not a Scrooge. <laughs> I'm very much Christmassy. Yeah. I like well, you it. told me you, you never got me a present for Christmas because you're a Scrooge and you don't believe in it. That's not what I, I wasn't. That's not what I said at all. Then what did you say? I, I said the reason you're not getting. No, I didn't. I didn't say. No, I'm not saying. That's not what you said. That's not you what said, I said. I'm not getting you anything. That's not what I Christmas. said. Are you kidding? I don't like you either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. So the uh, the Equal Rights Amendment. This is the biggest, another one of those leftist wording that just makes everyone go, you mean the Lee brothers are against equal rights? What do you mean? Um, it's like Planned Parenthood. It's like uh, the, the ACLU, American Civil Liberties Union. <laughs> Sounds all good until you figure out that, oh my gosh, 
These, these things are disasters. There's, there's two bills that are in the General Assembly by Democrats that want to ratify the Equal Rights Amendment to the Constitution of the United States. Uh, carried both by Democrats. There's two bills in the House that are going there. I'm sure there's one in the Senate. I just don't know about it yet. That uh, are going to try to ratify this thing. And you heard Victoria Cobb. This is a uh, this is a con, man. This isn't something that foisted upon mankind. It isn't uh, something that we should be embracing. But you know, the media gets behind this. The left loves these kind of uh, special wording, equal rights amendment, and and boy, they're they're behind it big time. And we're behind equal rights. We want equal of rights course. for everyone. And they're already we want there. Everyone to have the same rights. Is there guess someone? What? Right everyone now? has the same exactly rights. Exactly right. Give me give me an example of how someone is not treated equally in our country. Just uh, give me an example of it. There's not. But the media will 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 paint this and lie about it and make it sound like we're the bunch of evil people and racists and all the rest. It's like the, the story in Mississippi. Mississippi, there was a noose hanging outside uh, uh, the Capitol. Guess who put it there? Well, Can you the, guess? Can well, you the guess? media, the media said it was a message of hate. They called it a message of hate. All the press covered it. And they're, they're talking about how bad Mississippi is. They say nooses are were found at the state capitol, how bad they were. And the only way the press would have covered it is if they could have pointed their finger at a conservative candidate. Right. Huffington Post even said nooses were found just before a runoff election to determine whether a black man would hold office in the Senate. This is what, it, what the press is saying. And then Donna Brazil, who's a huge leftist, said, we are better than this, with a picture of nooses hanging outside of Mississippi state capitol. Except there's one problem with the entire thing. Can you guess what it is? Democrats themselves put the nooses up. Yes, you heard me right. This isn't Republicans or white racists. These were Democrats. How do we know that? Because there were signs posted where the nooses were saying, quote, we're hanging nooses here to remind people the times haven't changed, read one sign. Another one said, we need someone who respects the lives of lynched victims, said another sign. In other words, the media ignored the signs on purpose. On purpose to, 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 to make a point. Exactly. That's not accurate. So how do you trust the media you can't, you can't. in anything they say? How do you, you trust? Know, CNN's ratings are lower than some of the home improvement channels. I mean, come on. If you well, this depend this is on CNN for your news. This is NBC, something CBS. Wrong. You, I know. NBC. It's all this the is, that's all national networks plus CNN plus all of them. <clears throat> Democrats hung the nooses. And the press didn't even met. Did you know? Did you know this? Did anyone know this? Of course not. We're lied to. You think the Equal Rights Amendment is about equal rights? Nothing to do with it's that. A, it's a marketing ploy. Do you think Planned Parenthood is about Planned Parenthood? No, of course not. You are lied to. You think global warming is going to go up fifteen degrees in the next eighty years? You are lied to. You think the nooses in Mississippi were put by Republicans? You were lied to. Stop! And they're getting pretty cocky, you know, because they 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 did they put signs up, and they knew the media wouldn't cover it. They knew that the finger wouldn't be pointed at them. They knew that it would be pointed at the conservative candidate. You think America threw tear gas at children? You're being lied to. This is ridiculous. All right, your phone calls next four five four thirteen sixty six Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW ninety two point seven FM. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream, it's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers. My favorite. 
Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. So you don't like Christmas. I do. I love no, Christmas. Don't. I do so. I don't like people. mean people. I don't like mean people. You don't I like don't like people the driving, who are mean. the traffic. You don't like anything don't like of the traffic. festive holidays. I don't like. I that's do. All, I do. About, I like the food. It's all about festivity. It's good. Come on, all that traffic out there and those mean people—that's the festive holiday, Richard. You need to embrace the mean that. people is a festive holiday. Yes, hey, it is. you mean folks? It's part of it. Come on over to Scott's house. His address will be online tonight, guaranteed. <laughs> if you're a mean person, a real jerk, Scott wants to Scott welcome Lee. you. Come on over. He'll have food and who knows what Check else. Check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Done tons of videos there for your listening, enjoyment, and entertainment, and they'll give you great updates. Coming up, we'll talk about Christmas, Rudolph, and Chick-fil-A. He'll have all the Christmas the presents that he's supposed to give me over the years out of his closet to hand out to you mean people. I just don't know how they do it. I mean, how does how does Rudolph and Chick Fil A become such a threat to liberals? I mean, these people. How does Charlie are Brown become a threat? How does he become a racist after all these years? <laughs> Didn't even know. Someone, one person, must have just dawned on them that he was a racist. One, one person. Unbelievable. The left is insane. The secondvote.com. Secondvote.com. Spend your Christmas money on companies that support the Second Amendment. We'll discuss that and liberals. At the governor's tree lighting, they invented new Christmas songs. Did you not? That is next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Radio was the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Happy Friday to you, and thanks for joining us this lovely afternoon. Be careful on your commute home. It is and, Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas. You know, it, this Tomorrow is the thing about is the Christmas. It, it, exactly. And the thing about Christmas oh. that, that drives me crazy oh. and is, is the traffic. Where do these people come from? All of a sudden, they decide to go out. And, uh, Where are they coming? Where are they going? It's insane. What are they doing? What did they get for me? And every day, That's what you now asked. till Christmas, is packed. The roads are packed. And I am a phenomenal driver. I am so much better than you. When you get in that situation, Give me you, a break. you don't even know. All you do is just get in the right lane. And when I'm out of control. I'm like, I need to get out, I need to get out of this. I didn't get in your car. I was just curious. You're well, a better driver me. than me. That wasn't you, me. You know, was, I have kids. Come on. Of course, they're in college now, but they did. You see a car coming through traffic like, I don't know, the Tasmanian devil with his hair on fire. That's Scott. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it isn't. I'm the one getting out of He used to wear a helmet when he drove, just in case. Not me. I made passengers wear the helmet. I wear passengers wear the helmet, not me. I was fine. I wasn't worried about it. People ask for the helmet. What were they supposed to do? Say, I don't have one? Open a highway up somewhere and give us match cars. And I would win that in a second. Well, first of all, so fast. you wouldn't even go above the speed limit. That's I'd knock you off What's the, the speed road. limit? Anyway, I can because I, I, no I, I go at least nine over. That's a rule of mine. Nine. Uh, believe me, you I go, know. You go nine under, which is a 20-mile, 18-mile-an-hour difference. And it drives me insane. going somewhere, and I'm driving. He says, why are cars passing us? On the right side of the I road. Said, because they're idiots. No, no. Such a, this is a problem. Because they drive like you. You're despicable. Exactly. Christmas just exasperates exactly. it. Makes it worse. It does. People it does. get it mean this time of year, and you know that's the, true. The, some do, but they are, People for the most mean. point, joyful and triumphant. And I don't see that, that uh, it's, you know, you, you take it to, you, you think people are mad at you. The problem is they're stuck in traffic, and you're the block. So well, that's you why they're mad you know, at you. Not, that's not true. Oh, well, you don't know what's enough. going on in their life. You don't. You don't want to no, know that, what's going on in well, their life. Well, that's true. Because we, they're mean people. Well, maybe they're not me. Hey, maybe how are you doing? Why did you say to me? 
Maybe, Richard. I said, well, maybe, hey, maybe you shouldn't talk to people. Speaking to the guy Just over saying. here, what time is it? Maybe you shouldn't talk to people. Just saying. Maybe it's you. I don't. Man. Maybe you're if offensive. they've got a scowl on their maybe face. Maybe you're offensive. I have neighbors that have a scowl on their face. Everywhere they go, they look like they could bite through steel. They're probably they Democrats. They come walking down the street. They're you, Democrats. You, Even I, Christmas can't make them happy. I saw them Thanksgiving. <laughs> I said, hey, happy Thanksgiving. And the, the <laughs> light the wife looks at me like, I'll kill you next time I see you. Show man, some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. <laughs> exactly. And the man just goes, happy, happy. That's great. And he's walking behind her because maybe it's you, you know I don't have that reaction. probably beats him with a club on a regular basis. I don't get that reaction. That woman is mean, man. That Richard, woman is I don't get rough. that reaction from people. Maybe it's you. Come over and let me introduce you to these people if I can. Well, I think they're... I'll, I'll tell you what, better yet, I'll just point them out. <laughs> yeah, don't give you me You don't engage them in conversation, but wear a Kevlar vest and a helmet, okay? Uh, very good. I have so whip a, out my, my helmet's in my beat car. beat you unmercifully. I got it perfectly set These up. Are mean people. You know, the left is... is uh, even Christmas can't make them happy. The left is so wrapped up in politics that even Christmas is a time for them to introduce something political. The example is yeah. the tree lighting. You know, the governor is... Lighting the tree. It's a tree lighting gone there ceremony. So many times and just done all kinds of protesting, right? Well, they're excellent at protesting. In fact, there's no one better at the left's protest. They got the best well, chance. I would say the right. What, what do you mean? The right people. Right, right people have been going there every year. Every time someone gets elected that's not conservative, they're there protesting, screaming, hollering, throwing stones, right? Yeah, right. You're right. Don't follow Am you. I not right? No. The conservatives are throwing rocks? Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, right. Sure, every time. Look, that's what they did at the Northern tree signing. They were out there throwing rocks? Yeah. No, the left was. That's, that's what's what I'm saying. It, it's it's that's crazy. That's what I'm saying. The right never does. Of course Never not. does, ever. Ever. The left doesn't, or the right doesn't go out there and Even protest. Even the left protests their own, their own people. <laughs> that's exactly right. You know, they got, they've run out of people to protest in Virginia, especially, so they're going to protest their own people now. <laughs> that's exactly right. That was the point. Well, there's no more Republicans. There's no more Republicans in office. Who are we going to protest? Let's protest our own people. That's how yeah. whack the left is. We can practice with our own people. And then when, when the right people get elected, <laughs> we'll be ready. We'll be ready. Hey, Einstein, I'm on your side. That's right. Exactly. exactly. Well, that's a perfect one. All right, so here's what the, the left did. These are the nature Nazis. Thank you, John. The nature Nazis are those who um, would prefer government to, uh, at force, make you protect the planet. When Remember, America's not the problem. America's not a planet. America's a country, and we're the cleanest out there. So uh, the left shows up at the tri- Christmas tree lighting ceremony, and they, uh, they start with jingle bells. Do we, let's see, we have the jingle bell one here. This is, this is their uh, attempt to rewrite Jingle Bells. And let me just give you... Here, here's it is pathetic. Jingle Bells... Listen to what it says. Jingle Bells, methane smells. Dominion owns our state. Oh, what fun it would be to live in a less cor- corrupted state. Ignoring reviewed science, our leaders just delay. Here's the song. Jingle Bells, methane smells. Dominion owns our state. First of all, they're horrible singers. I yeah, mean, you could get some people on there that could kidding. carry a tune. I mean, it'd be much people. better. First advice to you protesters, if you want to be perfect. <laughs> exactly. Get someone who you can liberal sing, left. carry a tune. Doesn't this remind The ones you? that can't carry a tune, tell them to mouth it. Remember when you were a kid? You know, lip sync. And you always made up different words. Lip sync. Two words. Remember when you were a kid? Maybe you know, it's one word. I don't know. Lip sync. 
What's that? Remember when you were a kid and you always made up different words for songs like Jingle Bells, Batman yeah. Smells. We used this to is, sing songs yeah. that we didn't know the words. Right, right. You hear them on the radio, we'd sing this the like wrong the words. This reminds, me, this reminds me of the young kids, the leftist young kids. Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, except it's Methane Smells. Jingle Bells, Methane Smells, Dominion owns our state. Oh, what fun would you live in a less corrupted state? Hey! You gotta admit, that's kind of creative. That's creative, but they're idiots. Yeah, they can't yeah. rhyme state they with state. They were all, uh, yeah. That's, that's, that's not fair. That's not a rhyme. Is that what that's they did? That's a moranic the, verse. That's, that's, okay, let's hear that again. Hang on. Oh, what fun it would you live in a less corrupted state. Hey, jingle bells, methane smells, dominion knows our state. Oh, what fun it would you live in a less corrupted state. Hey. Puke. Hey, you're off, you're, you're, you're off timing there. That last little hey, I don't know somebody... Pinched her. <laughs> well, I don't. Stepped on her foot. I don't know. Well, I mean, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> that was Tim Kaine's response. Hey. <laughs> that was Tim Kaine's response. Tim Kaine responded to the song. Wow, wow, wow. Hey. <laughs> or maybe somebody pinched him too. Hey. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Liberals at the Christmas tree lighting in the governor's mansion are outside protesting because methane smells. Does methane smell? I don't know what methane smells like. Does that even work? It's fun to light on fire. I know that. that, that you find a good vein of it coming out of the ground around the dump, don't light it. All right, coming up more on you this. Might land in the next county. The left is uh, is protesting Ooh, like, the like, tree like, lighting you know by writing new words to chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Wait till you hear the words to this one. That is next. And your phone calls 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820. WNTW 92.7. Can we say that on the radio? The Lee Brothers, showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day. Pentatonics. To save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy, oh, tidings of Hey, protesters, that's how you do it. Exactly. That's how you do it. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Merry Christmas. What is it with the left that wants to screw up Christmas? They can't even go to a tree lighting ceremony at the governor's mansion and without protesting some environmental crap. And by the way, these th- there's like four people in this thing. That's it. Maybe five. They're a very small group Big of crowd. Folks. Big crowd. Big crowd. Huge leftists. All right, so they wanted to... Uh, Continue to change the words of Christmas songs to make their stupid political point. Here's them uh, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. And um, on a liberal chestnut open fire, they say chestnuts roasting on an open fire, cars and houses burning too. California is an open prior. The clocks run out for me and you. Here we go. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. All right, that is hideous. That, that is, is absolutely that is. hideous. That I'm, I'm, I'm going to play this again. Just a warning, if you want to hold your breath, hold your breath, or get the kids out of the car. Fingers in your ears. Here <laughs> we go. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire, cars and houses burning too. What is wrong with these people? They think what is, is wrong funny? with these people? <laughs> children are hearing this crap, for lack of a better term. 
Cars and houses are burning too? Mommy, what does that mean? Why, why are chestnuts roasting up on fire when my car and house are burning? It means these people should be hospitalized. That's what it means. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Cars and houses burning too. California is an open fire. Watch such a giddy, giddy Christmas song, isn't it? They're so excited the about clocks fires run in California. Out for you and me. Merry Christmas as we burn the tree. I mean, it's these people Pathetic. are insane. Pathetic. Everybody knows that pipelines and some leaking gas. Oh, for the love of Help to make our climate change. Give me a break. That is unreal. This is a tree line. This is Christmas, and you're singing? Why didn't they sing about cows and flatulation. I mean, because oh, that's the, the main cause of climate change that the scientists say. <laughs> exactly. Everyone knows that pipelines and some leaky gas help to make our climate change. Our exhausts have surpassed all forecasts. I find it hard to sleep at night. <laughs> Everybody knows that pipelines and some leaking gas help to make our climate change. Our exhaust has a I find it hard to sleep at night. I can't take it anymore! Your song sucks. That is that is so bad. As bad as your singing. What, what is wrong with the laugh? Are your lyrics. Here's old Christmas tree. They tried to... What do you think this is going to be like? Liberals descended upon the governor's tree lighting ceremony and had to uh, embrace politics. They can't just go have Christmas. Oh, look at the tree, honey. It's so pretty. Merry Christmas to you. I hey, pipelines will, are destroying the world. Don't you know, son? Their lyrics will probably include fire, death, unable to breathe, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All right, so in, Things like that. In this Oh Christmas Tree, what it a says... Christmas song. It says, no ACP, no MVP. I'm not sure what that means. Fracked gas pipelines. Person, most valuable player. Fracked pipelines bring tragedy. No ACP, no MVP. Fract, MVP is a food line card. Fracked gas that. pipelines bring tragedy. In spite of science and truth, Northam adopts a shameful ruse. No ACP, no MVP. Fracked gas lines bring tragedy. Here, here we go. Guess I pay more for my groceries. Do you think these people really think they're being effective? With no MVP, you pay more for your groceries. Just saying. Yeah, exactly. So oh, we're gonna go buy. We're gonna buy stockpiles of it. Here we go. There's more of it. In spite of science and the truth, Northam adopts a shameful ruse. No ACP, no MVP. Frack gas pipelines bring tragedy. O D E Q O D D E Q. No D E Q. I got it. Okay. O D E Q O D E Q. How Dominion controls you. O D E Q O D E Q. How Dominion controls you. You claim to regulate our state. Instead, you doom our water's fate. How this is unbelievable. You can't even enjoy Christmas. The left is so bad. Rudolph is a threat. Chick-fil-A suck. 
and I've got to change all the Christmas. I can't just go watch a tree lighting. I've got to make a political statement. And keep your kids away from Charlie Brown this Christmas because That's, we've, we've determined he's a racist and we don't know what else. Your phone call's next, 454 Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. Now that's Christmas. You know, I would hate to be the left. You can't go to a Christmas tree lighting without some kind of political stunt about some fake climate change information. These people must not even be able to sleep at night. I hope they get coal in their stocking. Coal, I say coal, and then burn it. For the, I mean, it's just you unbelievable. Just like burning stuff, that's all. Well, whatever. I can't wait till Christmas is over so we can light the tree on fire. I'm, after you soak it in what? You soak it in kerosene and you let it dry out. You are the most dangerous man I've ever met no, no, in your no, wedding. No, 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 listen, listen, this is good stuff here. Yeah. You soak it again, uh-huh. let it sit for a few hours. Mm-hmm. And the, to bake it, you just flip a match in. This isn't a game. This is serious. Flip business. a match, close your eyes, you hear, Woof! We got recordings of that. And it's gone. You'll see a little stick sitting there smoldering. It's, it's, really, cool. it's really cool. There's nothing like it. Get yeah, out your how, neighbor's trees. That's how you wrap up Christmas. But don't bring the artificials anymore because yeah, they that kind of work. smell like rubber burning. Went too much black smoke. Yeah, a lot of black smoke. Yeah. Might draw the fire department. Yeah, it might. Then your the mushroom then cloud off the live trees is incredible. <laughs> Danger. We love a, danger. I love a good mushroom cloud in the morning. In the morning. Yes. The smell of napalm. <laughs> college is a welcoming and an all-inclusive place. All of them are. All yeah. these universities and colleges are. So they did what any other college would do at Ryder University, a private school in New Jersey. They asked their students, what are we missing here? What are your new food options that you'd like on campus since we're all-inclusive? They said Chick-fil-A. Ryder said no. Not having it. We're not that inclusive. We're not that welcoming. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. That's exactly right. Exactly. We'll, we'll share more of that with you in just a second, as well as uh, Rudolph. What a threat he is. We got some uh, Puffington Post is upset over that. We'll share that with you. And your phone calls. 454-1366. 454-1366. Check us out. 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer. Dot com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you to our page. Lee Brothers, eight twenty WNTW ninety two point seven FM. Great again. It's the Lee Brothers. We're a couple of misfits. We're oh, a couple of misfits. That's our new theme song, It's a Lee Brothers theme song. That's right. Uh, Virginia citizens and American patriots. Those who love Christmas, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. My co host, my friend, and my brother sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is Richard Lee. You know, I don't want to be. Should we go to the Rudolph thing or finish this Chick-fil-A? Let me just say something about this Chick-fil-A thing real quick. Ryder University made a statement after the students wanted Chick-fil-A on their campus. Their, uh, their head of their diversity program, or the one who made the decision here, <laughs> said, quote, it's important to me and to the university that all voices are heard. Listen to that, okay? It's important that all, all voices, voices 
There is a number of factors that contribute to the campus decision to invite a retail partner on campus. While Chick-fil-A is among other restaurants preference by students here at Ryder, there are members of the community, faculty, staff, and students, who strongly oppose the option as well. And just because chicken is historically healthier than, say, ground beef with tons of additives and that red goo they put in there, whatever it's called, um, how are they going to let these students join the obese part of the population if they don't put a nasty, greasy hamburger place in there? Well, the thing I, I can't help but... They right. won't fit in, just like our theme song right. says, because they don't fit in. They're misfits. They've been eating chicken. Well, here's the thing. Tastes like chicken. This is what I can't figure out. I guess by putting a Chick-fil-A on the, the Ryder University campus, people are forced to eat it? I didn't know that. I thought yeah, they, they, have a, they don't have a choice to go there? Oh. No, of course Oh, not. okay. I, so Ryder University makes it sound like they put a Chick-fil-A on their campus that they're forcing... It's called All force these inclusion. Oh, okay. Force Got inclusiveness. It. This is the most preposterous. What is it that's so offensive about a Chick-fil-A sandwich? By the way, I'm perfectly fine with the left not liking Chick-fil-A. Don't go there. It's crowded enough. Every time I go there, I got to wait forever. And if you left us, we'd just line, stay away from it. Which moves pretty smoothly around the building, but still. It's very, you got to sit in the line. You got to sit in the line. And all those hateful people that want a chicken sandwich are and amazing. You got to sit in line just for an incredibly good chicken sandwich. Right. It's I mean, it's just, and the fries are, are awesome, but you got to wait in line for it. I think it'd be great if Chick fil A just came out and made a statement. We don't want your kind here. How about that? Yeah. We don't want you leftists here. The worst thing about Chick fil A, and it's actually sometimes the best thing about Chick fil A, is they close on Sunday. And how many times have you been like traveling on a Sunday or oh, that's happened to in me. an airport I, on a Sunday? I took an go, exit because it had a Chick fil A <laughs> sign on exactly. it. Exactly. I drove for five miles before <laughs> I found the thing, and I pulled in. I said, well, this is a first. They're not crowded. <laughs> exactly. Then you realize you're like, Nate's oh, no. like, oh, man. Oh, man, they believe Didn't you know God? they were closed on Sunday? I said, did you know they're closed on Sunday? Yes. I said, well, why well, didn't you say, say something? something. I forgot, forgot what day it was. It was. Exactly. Was. Forgot it was Sunday. Which, by the way, is probably a good indication that you should not forget it's Sunday. They didn't. No. And by I the way, it would be very good to not re- forget that it's Sunday. There the were Lord's so many day. people driving on the interstate the way... You like to drive, yeah. So that I couldn't even remember my name, let alone what you mean. Day people driving the speed limit—that's what you. I like. was so ref- so happy to get off the interstate where people drive the speed limit. Yes. Then we we uh, we went to a different restaurant. Of course you did, because that one was closed. Chick Fil A, not liked by liberals. Stay away from it. More chicken for me. Yeah. Speaking of restaurants. If you're out Christmas shopping this weekend, I, w- I went to one last night, and I'm just talking about it because we I like went food. there last night, and I like food. It's called Smoke Pit Grill. It's 9074 Staples Mill Road, and I got the uh, brisket get? platter. Phenomenal. Their cornbread rocks. Their green beans rock, if you can have green beans that rock. What if I just want brisket? Mashed Sounds potatoes. fine to me. The brisket I just want brisket. Incredible. No cornbread, nothing else. I just want that. Big portions. Really? I was stuffed when I walked out of there. And you're not hungry 15 minutes later like the Chinese food. But <laughs> it's really, really good. And I, I encourage everyone to try it. It's Smoke Pick Grill, 9074 Staples Mill Road. It's in the shopping center with the Kroger out there at Hungry Springs and Staples Mill. It's easy to find. Tell me you heard about it on the And uh, I had a friend with me. He got something different on the menu. He friends? loved what he got. You have friends? I have one. Oh, that's the one you took? He went with me. Okay, yeah. good. I had to bribe him with dinner. 
No, I'm just kidding. He actually bought me dinner. It was wonderful because I have friends who buy me dinner, not brothers that buy me dinner, because you don't. Well, actually, one of our brothers does buy me dinner. And after you go here, or before you go here, go to Aggie's Attic on Hungry Road. 2320 Hungry Road is in the Laurel Park Shopping Center. They have a ton of Christmas stuff out there. You'll love this store, I'm telling you. If if you're you like to go yard sailing or you like to go to thrift stores, this is a store you've got to visit. They just got a bunch of furniture in and they got a bunch of Christmas ornaments and it's incredible. Their prices are unbelievable and it's 100% goes to to good causes. It all goes to charity. None of the employees get paid a penny to work there. It's a mission project of the Laurel Park United Methodist Church. That's Aggie's Attic. 2320 Hungry Road in the Laurel Park Shopping Center. You'll, you'll see me there tomorrow for sure. And then I'm going to Smoke Pit Girl. Good. This is our theme music. Airing uh, classic... We march to this. Airing classic TV Christmas specials is now a threat. The left can't, can't deal with it. I mean... Charlie Brown Christmas, Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph, The Grinch, The Snow. These are classics that's been on for how many years? 50 years? Don't forget National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That's a classic. That's not a classic. That's not what I'm talking about here. Now, come on. Oh, okay. But classic TV shows that have been part of the culture of America. Been part of the culture. In other words, as kids. A couple punch, drive you out to the country, leave you for dead. That are, are, the kids have watched Rudolph. Not just our kids. But us as kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. And our parents <coughs> watched Rudolph, the Red Nose Raider. And just in 2018, we found out that it's seriously prog- problematic. That's a quote from Huffington Post. Would you go so far as to say Rudolph is actually a dirtbag? Or is he a pretty good No, reindeer? Rudolph? Yeah. Oh, I don't think Rudolph's the dirtbag. It's okay. everyone else, you see. Everyone else, else is, is the dirtbag. Dirt Rudolph is the funky dude with the red nose. He puts the stuff on his nose and talks like this. And he does a little bit. But That's a little criminal that, activity there because he's wearing kind of a mask where nobody can recognize him. Right. That's not right. That's right. That's the problem with the show. I think it maybe, started with the police maybe coming we around with this. a warrant for Rudolph, and he covered his nose. Went, yeah, I haven't seen him. Maybe we missed this whole problem. <laughs> I haven't with seen him in years. I don't know where So Tuesday, he live here anymore. Tuesday of this week, Rudolph was aired, and of course, what happens after you air it? Well, then here comes the left. Once the left, <laughs> the left has Twitter. The left has uh, all these new ways of communicating, and boy, they are. They're vindictive. They're not tolerant. They're angry. They use cuss words to talk. I mean, but they're scared people. They're all scared people because scared. they won't even call us. Right. They will not call well, us and tell I us why Charlie Brown is a racist. I wouldn't call us either. And everyone else on on the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer show is a uh, dirtbag. Here's what's threatening about Rudolph. <laughs> Look at the Rudolph should have just beat the heck. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, he should have. The problem is, is that in this movie, what they should have done is brought Rudolph in the back and said, next time someone says something about your nose, you just, you punch him right in their nose. That's and here's the thing. And that's the Christmas spirit right there. Right there. Make your nose. You want me well, to make your nose red? I'll show you how to do that. If you're exactly angered right. by this show, these are <laughs> you have issues. talking reindeer <laughs> made of wax. <laughs> It was very hard to make this show because they had to move each piece just a little bit and then shoot another clip. I don't understand. They're wax reindeer that talk. Well, here's the deal. With one of them has an electrical light 
I don't know where they put the cord. I don't want to know. know where they put or the cord. Or where it comes out, you mean. Here, here, here's the other thing. <laughs> That's right. 2018, we just realized how bad this, this show is for kids and people. That it's somehow problematic, that it's not so jolly after all. These are quotes. And it's that, that Rudolph's father was verbally abusive and Santa. You know, how did we make it? All the How did these kids, how did, how did we do it? I mean, did, how do we survive until the left showed up and realized that Rudolph's a threat to mankind? Here's more of the clips that they are uh, referring to that are so hostile to Christmas and to children. All right, son, try it on. I don't wanna. Daddy, I don't like it. You'll like it and wear it. Oh, but daddy. Yeah, exactly. You're going to wear it, son. Which which why, why is that a problem? does that father reindeer sound like? Is it James Cagney? You wear it. You wear it. And I like can it. wear it. Oh, but See? See, now what if your son's a, Look, you're going to wear it. You know, your hair looks like garbage. Put your hat on. You know, you're going to wear that shirt I told you to wear because it looks better. Well, this is the same conversations. Head. There's no Simple difference. Simple as that. You got a red nose. Come on. It's not very comfortable. There are more important things than comfort. Self-respect. Yeah, you red-nosed reindeer. You know what? Here's the deal. Everybody understands when they saw this show their entire lives that Rudolph wasn't treated properly. That's part of the movie, really. It's part of like saying, look, Rudolph at the end, he becomes uh, a hero and saves Christmas. I mean, the whole point of the movie is to say these things were wrong and at the end it was all rectified. That's the whole point of Rudolph. Donner, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, come on. In the beginning, Donner, you had a red-nosed reindeer? What the, what the name of Sam Hill's wrong with you? You should be ashamed of yourself. It's a red-nosed reindeer. From now on, gang, we won't let Rudolph join in any reindeer games, right? Yeah, no. Now, that the, gangster reindeer right there, what political party do you think he belongs oh, Exactly. To? That's really the tolerant left. Along it? with Donner and all of the other... Followers, they're not leaders, they're followers. Exactly. They'll never be future leaders. Rudolph will be the leader. Rudolph, your nose with so your bright. nose so bright. You better yeah, guide that sleigh tonight. Exactly. I won't beat you with a club. <laughs> this is that's, what, that's kind of how the real. Oh, there's is. one thing I want to make very plain. Ha. An old doe of mine is going to be seen with a, a red nosed reindeer. You'll never fit in. Now you come to health practice and learn how to wiggle your ears and chuckle warmly and go hee-hee and ho-ho and important stuff like that. These are the kind of teachers. These are the kind of teachers they have in the Carver School. They should just fire all those elves (laughs) and all those evil reindeer and start over again. All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers. That's the song I play as I drive down the road my PA system. Yeah. You think people will get out? You want people to get out of your way? No. Play that through a PA system at your front grill as you're coming up on it. You're in the fast lane. They get out of your way in a heartbeat. You're in the fast lane going slow when you do it, which is the problem. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm pedaling a bike or something. (laughs) Yeah, right. Hey, uh, visit us at 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. We have our show's archive there. Archive. By clicking on the Lee Brothers, takes you right to our page. There you'll find some great videos, uh, some that will be very interesting to you, including a link to the secondvote.com website. 
This is a website that ranks companies you're going to spend your money with this holiday season on how gun-friendly they are. It's called thesecondvote.com, number two, ndvote.com. And then you click on company scores, and it lists all these companies for you and ranks them. A one is poor, two is average, and a three is very, very good. Uh, or I'm, I'm sorry, uh, a five is very, very good. So you begin to see how you can rank some of these. Like the ACLU is 1.4, so they crappy, if you didn't know. Um, ABC Entertainment is a two. Um, you, you can kind of see how these all rank at the secondvote.com. It's a very really good website. You can find it, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. It takes you directly to our page where you can see this link. How about Starbucks? And click, click on it. Starbucks. Well, let's just say if you're a Starbucks drinker, you're going to be getting your coffee at 7-Eleven from now on if you... Well, you should already be doing kidding. that. You should already. Be yeah, I mean, you don't need this to tell you. Although uh, I don't see it here, there's not a. There seems to be a search button that can get me there. It's alphabetical, so I'm still stuck in the A's. Oh, actually, there's a search here. Let me see something. What was it? Starbucks. Hang on. Yes. Hang on. How do you spell Starbucks? Never mind. D O L. Starbucks is a one. They're pathetic. Stay away from them. <laughs> buy, buy, buy it. Uh, buy a Dunkin' Donuts or something. Actually. There goes our new sponsor. No, I'm just. <laughs> Let me see what Dunkin' Donuts is. They got the coffee, don't they? Hey, they're not even showing up here. Okay, um, did you see um, that we're going to be on tomorrow, 10 to noon, for uh Did you see what Craig we Johnson? saw? Yeah, we're on tomorrow filling in for the hatchet, hatchet man. man. And you're going to be slinging the axe. Yeah, we're slinging an axe, and he's slinging a fork or a knife or something like so, that. So, and he's got the, and you're bringing the, the, food, the hatchet right? man as the hatchet, right? He's got right, the hatchet. He's the hatchet man. When you think of a hatchet, what are you thinking about? That's a small little... Cutting a tree down. Yeah. No, that's an axe. A I've done it with a hatchet. That takes you a while. Took me three days to get home, but <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Uh, that's tomorrow right here. We'll be in the studios from 10 to noon helping out. 10 to noon. Helping out. Now, it's been a while since so we did a Saturday show. We did Saturdays, obviously, in another location. In our, lo- in our career. In our career. Radio, we've exactly. done many exactly. things. Well, that's we're not proud somewhere, of. Not, <laughs> somewhere not going to mention. Heavens to Murgatroyd. <laughs> um, the, the, you know, this other story popped up this week. I, I wanted to share it with you only because Richard and I are concealed handgun permit holders. That's right. And we, we carry firearms in a lot of places. And in Alabama, uh, this, this gentleman was a concealed carry permit holder, and he was trying to get involved in a mass murder attempt and he pulled his gun and began to try to hunt this guy down and stop it. Well, when the police showed up, they shot him and killed him. And I forget who I was talking to that asked me about this story. It's a tragic story. And I didn't know about the story. And they, they asked me about it and I, I looked it up real quick and read about it. And it's true. This, this gentleman was a concealed and carry permit holder in Alabama, pulled his firearm and was walking around with it trying to help out didn't let him well when the cops showed up this is a guy standing here with a firearm in his hand and they shot him and killed him and someone asked me well what would you do in that situation well first of all i wouldn't be drawing my firearm unless the bad guy was in view and i could immediately shoot him and then holster my weapon back exactly i wouldn't walk around with my gun what if this gentleman had been an undercover police officer it's same thing by the way it's happened to undercover police officers had their firearm and they've been shot by their but people don't know. You don't know right. the good you guy from know. the bad guy. And the police are there, and they're going to shoot the guy with a gun. That's why if you're in a, a, a situation, you certainly don't go looking for it. There's, there used to be a rule with police officers. They wouldn't fire unless they were fired upon. 
Well, in these new hostages, these new the, situations, the new, they want the to neutralize it as possible. Things quickly. have changed. So don't, it's just a it's just a notice and a reminder for those who carry firearms. You have a massive responsibility. Uh, one of which is to be very careful when you draw your weapon. Right. If you end up drawing your weapon, you better be prepared to use that weapon immediately. Right. It is not draw your weapon and walk around looking for something to shoot. Right. You, you don't do that. Um, and then you immediately holster your weapon as quickly as possible. And then you, you know, it, you don't go looking for problems. If you're in the environment where you hear fire and, and shooting, you don't pull your firearm and go look for it. You protect who you're with. If you're with your exactly. family or whoever it is, you're protecting them. Right. But if a threat is to you or to them, that is when you can draw your, your weapon. your responsibility to hunt down It is not the your culprit. responsibility. It's the police department. Take it very, very serious. If he comes at you, drop him like a bag of rocks. But unless right. he's, he's coming on to you. Exactly. Or a bag of potatoes, either one. They both fall just about as fast. All right. Your phone call's next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. And that's a wrap. But it's not a Christmas-type food wrap. Should be. Should be. Christmas, this is the time of year for food. How about a barbecue wrap? This is for time of year for food. What's the barbecue? The barbecue wrap. Barbecue wrap. Yeah. Truly great. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Get to this barbecue shop this weekend. It's uh, on Staples Mill Road. Smoke Pick Grill, 9074. Staples Mill Road. Lee Brothers, Order the brisket. 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. Click on the real letters. Takes you directly there. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.